0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Rapid OJ Podcast, the most refreshing podcast in the world. I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy this wonderful audio experience we're about to give you.
1: Halifax's
2: most authentic podcast. <laughs> with bazookas in the back. Got a whole of jean collection. And I ain't choosing shit, this shit was destiny. Bitch, I cooked the water without the recipe. And the fans and the cops ain't got no heart. I ain't gonna take my little cousin of state He was whipping to give all his children on start. Playing with that water, gotta be a shark. Swimming with the fishes, Duck in from the narc.
0: 13 posted, middle of the park. If you see, I, I gotta let it spark. More than Miami, and caught me a boat. Hold oh my... What up, what up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Rappin' OJ Podcast. I am your host, Noah, sitting here with my wonderful, gracious co-host, QP. What's up, QP? What up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on? Oh, you know, living. How's your life?
1: Life's good. Life's pretty good. Yeah, life's good right now. Yeah. Yeah, Holiday season. Yeah, holiday
0: season. Fucking joyful. Holiday season is right around the corner. Um, You know, the time to be happy and jolly and merry and all that wonderful Christmas stuff.
1: Get you some good Christmas tree and
0: yeah, some good people and for sure spend some I, quality time. I think I wanted to start it off the podcast with talking about a little bit about the holidays, just a little bit about you know um, this time of year and what it means for so many people and what it can mean for you and everything else. Um, I guess my my topic for for the holidays this year was I just wanted to bring up you know the holiday blues, so to speak. And no, I'm not talking about some scat band in the back or some sa- saxophones playing Christmas music. I'm just talking about feelings in general and mental states, especially during another new COVID wave that I don't even want to talk about cuz COVID is completely just a topic that I hate talking about anymore. But, you know, with with COVID kind of coming or back around, some people may not be able to spend the time that they wanted with certain Loved ones and family members and all that sort of stuff, but nonetheless, I guess I just wanted to bring up, you know, the holiday blues in essence of what that means in terms of how you should feel and all that sort of stuff. Because I think the Christmas, what happens during Christmas time is, you know, how we talked about it even at the very beginning. It's like, oh, it's time to be happy and jolly and merry and spend all your time with everyone and do all these amazing things. But I, I think sometimes. For certain people and for a lot of... I think it's not even for certain people. I think it's a lot more than people think. But sometimes the holidays can also bring a, a bad memory or maybe it's the first holiday you're spending without an extra person that's usually there or you're missing something or all of these things. And that can all kind of contribute to a sort of low morale around the time. I, I know speaking of firsthandedly that when the holidays kind of come around. I'm not no Scrooge, but I am a little bit relieved when all of it's kind of done and over because it's just kind of like a stressful time. Money and all these. There's a million reasons why you can be stressed out during the holidays. And I guess I wanted to bring that to attention today for any of our listeners going through a hard time just to tell you that you're not no Scrooge for feeling shitty around the holidays. You may be seeing like a million Instagram pictures of everyone happy with families or Maybe the hall, you know, Hallmark movies are a thing. And a lot of the time, the, they're Hallmark movies for a reason. They're not very real. A lot of people are dealing with broken families, uh, deaths of loved ones, things like that. And this is a time that reminds them of bad times. So I guess my message is to all of you people that are dealing with a hard time, that you're not a Scrooge or a bad person for not being as hyped up during this holiday season. You are still a kick-ass person and all that sort of stuff. And you're not no Scrooge. You're just a person that's going through a tough time. And I I, I feel you. I hear you. And if you are going through a tough time, I am super glad you get to listen to me and Q today because I think we are the two voices that anyone who's going through a hard time can just kind of laugh (coughs) and hopefully have a relaxed (coughs) time listening to and (coughs) get your mind off a few things. But I just wanted to put that out there just because I get it. I feel you. I'm I'm a person that deals with those hard times and the holidays are no easy. So I'm not going to give a huge lesson of preaching anything. Just be happy and, and realize that those feelings that you may have, they're not crazy. You're not a bad person for feeling not so hot during the holiday season. And if you know a friend or anything that doesn't have everything that they usually do, or there's something that, you know, don't, Go and reach out and give them a million things. But if you have an extra beer lying around, invite them over because you probably got some extra time off. Or just hang out with those people you love. Enjoy it. And if you're, you know, you don't see all those bright things, just be happy that you're being able to listen to the the dumb rant that I'm on right now. Because that means you're alive and you have ears. And for that, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> so all of you, I love you all. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I know that's a weird way to start a podcast, but I wanted to get it out there because I feel like it's right in the middle of this time that we're in and it's hard for people and I think that that doesn't get echoed enough. I think that in most platforms, you just hear, oh, let's be happy and jolly and merry and woo! Because it there a perfect time to do that, but there is a group and segment of people that may not be able to do that as much and I just wanted to shout out to all you amazing people. Um, Q, sorry, I took a couple minutes of time there just to ramble. Um, do you have anything to add into that or counteract to what I just said to to say I'm stupid or something to get people to laugh at me and my dumbness? Uh, you can't
1: fucking look any more stupider than I look <laughs> as of <a> late. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, uh, I've looked quite stupid the back cast. Oh, dude, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so I, anyways, for people that are, don't know what I'm talking about, I caught an elbow at basketball a couple nights ago. So
0: he did. I, he.
1: I look. I. This is. He looks all hard and. It, it, actually, I was telling uh, my girlfriend last night. Funny story. When I was about twelve, like I got in the kind of there, my mom was like, "What the blah, blah, the whole mom sees your black eye." thing? haven't seen it since I was like a fucking kid. The last time when I was training, when I was like sixteen, but when I was like twelve. I guess my dad, like my parents were split. I came home with my mom prior to the holidays Uh, and I had a black eye uh, through like all Christmas photos and all this shit. So I got to (coughs) reminisce with my mother the other day. Uh, So that was kind of funny, but it'll be another Christmas with a black eye. So I've done it before, but it's my first, not my first, hopefully my last. I have actually
0: never had a black eye. I'm actually surprised at that because I'd be hitting my, I'd be hitting my feet, i be hitting, I'm clumsy, I'd be hitting my head a lot. And then, and then <laughs> I and, just and and next it. week's episode, <laughs> we'll start with "There's a first for everything." <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> this is why they got to listen to us because we're stupid <laughs> and we do funny things. <laughs> on, a,
1: on a serious note, though, I do have a quick. I'm shouting this out now before I forget before the end of the podcast. Big shout out to Lil Dirk, who just proposed to India Royale. Yeah. And he did it live on his concert. Uh happy for him. This is they've been together for quite some time now, and they've been through some shit. If you if you follow them at all. If you follow us at all, we've talked about it, but uh just happy for them. That's some like real shit. Twenty one Savage shouted at him, said happy happy for you, brother. This shows growth and real maturity. And it and it does come in from what little Dirk was and what he is now, like I think he carry started to carry himself as... He calls himself the voice of the streets. Because the streets do listen to him. So what he says... A lot of people might do. And he's kind of changed his... won't say so much his, his rap. I'll say the tone of his raps. Because he did
0: stop mentioning ops Like he said he would. Mm-hmm. Which was good for him. I think a lot of rappers <clears throat> are finally... Are jumping on that a little bit, and maybe that's <coughs> from Little Dirk doing it first. Well, I'm seeing a lot of artists but... speak out about it. Mm-hmm. Like Wiz posted something,
1: a, I think it was a couple of days ago, and he said, "In the new year, we should stop beefing with other rappers over pointless shit. Uh, stop mentioning each other's dead homies and records because it's only provoking violence." Then there's so many other rappers who have said
0: the same. Like,
1: yeah, no, there's not been one time where you've mentioned somebody's dead partner, and then there hasn't mm. been problem off
0: right well also another thing is too is a great thing to look at is that if if all these rappers start you know getting along better like if these beefs weren't really as big i mean the industry would just get better as a whole anyways right wouldn't it like i mean i understand that a part of rap has always been this more gangster side i mean gangster rap for so long in the 90s was the thing like the You weren't a successful rapper unless you were a gangster, right? Like, or in the streets or involved. And to some people, that still happens. That conversation still goes. But I I have to give a big shout out to you for sure. We will get into this actually this week. I'll have to go back and re listen. But I know you did say Lil Durk would be one of the artists to have the a crazy year and. I think when you revisit that conversation, I knew exactly what you were saying you were yeah, you didn't mean he was gonna have the year better than for example a Drake of the world no Drake he meant that saying,
1: watch out for a little coming like, out show. party would be not there even a coming out party because he's been around for so long I was like I just thought at that time I'm like he's gonna have a big year because mm-hmm. of everything behind him like the ending of the last year, he had, he was beefing with the whole Takashi shit. Like that shit was like, the whole Vaughn shit finally kind of like, not saying he got past it, but like he had a tough year to deal with. And I was just, I just think next year, he's gonna come harder. It also helped that going into the beginning of this year, we have some of the fucking top out, or records of the year and he's on like fucking back in blood. went I think that's like three times, four times platinum. And Laugh Now, Cry Later. Like Laugh
0: Now, Cry Later. It's a big one. Uh, a lot of people forget some of these songs because just like an album that we started this podcast with that comes out late and and, and is hard. But yeah, keep going anyway, sorry. But I am with you. Like Yeah, I and mean, I just I just saw it coming and I'm like, I
1: really think that he's just gonna have one of those years that you're just gonna look back on. He even what did he I didn't agree with him, but he tweeted in Poto he said, I'm having a Wayne in his prime type year.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. well, I, I, didn't I send that to you? And I was like, ah, I was, hey, you're right, but... I was like, you're
1: having your... that. This is what your year is. This what this year is. It's your prime type year where you, like... Like rappers... Like, it's won- a, hey, it's like Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was in the league for a while in Sacramento. He goes to Boston third in MVP voting, or third in MVP voting, sorry, has his year. And then, like... He's really good. I don't think he's gonna fall. He's definitely not gonna fall off like fucking
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Isaiah right. did. I just think he had that year to pl- plateau himself above a lot of in the game. People
0: great. also forget that Isaiah went through a bunch of injuries and stuff too. Yeah. Like that was a big reason. Like, but anyways, yeah, to, to hundred percent. Shout out Isaiah
1: Thomas. Back on the lake is purple and gold, baby.
0: But uh, no, for real, he did have a great year. I was so I I know I was just you said also pushy right. Yeah, you said those two. That was that I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I fucked up royally with my two. I think my, my I think we both said three. I can't remember who all of mine were, but I know I said Scory, and I know I said did say Scory for sure. Yeah, and, and phew, he did not. He did. <laughs> I, I do like him though. You did put you and
1: uh, Watson and put me on put me on him. He's like him good. And Kodak were on the podcast, right? Today. Yeah. You guys put me on a Scory. I do. Find no, him.
0: he he's nice, but he's just. I don't know. He's not – there's something missing. There's something big missing and who knows what will happen. And if – he, you know, there's always – is. there really is always next year. I mean, he signed to Polo G. Polo G could be just doing the route of, hey, man, I'm brand new and I'm putting out all my hits. I'm not looking at yours that much. Later on I will though. You know, I I don't blame Polo G for doing that. But in all seriousness, like I think – <laughs> I also said Dusty Dusty Lokane too, which he's kind of starting to go really late in this year, but it's only more in a specific scene. I mean,
1: 42 Doug had a huge
0: year. You also said him. You too, know what? Though, right? 42 Doug Do You also I said be... him though, right? I, may, I didn't. I may have. Ah, yeah. I, I think I may I, have. I'm going to be really pissed when I go back and listen to that because <laughs> I know I was wrong on a bunch of but things and I was like, damn it.
1: And actually, I just watched. Uh, the Big sh- well you see, I'm yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah, of yeah, the Big yeah. Sean's drink, uh, drink champs podcast. It's not going to be a lot of people. And he's watch talking about forty-two. It's not forty-two, done It's four-two, Doug, and that's where he goes by. And I guess a lot of people call him call call him that, and he corrects them. You're correct? Yeah, it's four two Doug, not forty two oh,
0: Doug. And it. you know what? We're on it here. People are listening I to this bro and podcast. I, I, bet you, bro. I bet you they're
1: hearing this and they're saying, "Nah, I knew that." I'm saying, "No, you didn't," because fucking if Noriega Yeager, real rappers didn't fucking know it,
0: but, yeah,
1: and us, four foot two Doug. See, technically, <laughs> I wasn't calling him forty two Doug. There's just a little dash in the middle on the top.
0: Exactly. So four to Doug I mean there's not all heroes Q wear capes No, you know sometimes they're just in some <laughs>
1: fucking snowman Christmas pajamas and a fucking Calgary Flames jersey that is a whack-ass <laughs> thing you got on my head
0: there my guy <laughs> Man. The Christmas <laughs> uh,
1: tree's extra strong. You, are, you
0: do be looking like my guy is dressed like a Christmas tree right now. He's got like some silk, not silk, but like oh, fuzzy.
1: Those are fucking silk. They some 80s life. carpet
0: pants. 80s carpet. With a 1990 Calgary Flames jersey. That is in good condition. It does look nice.
1: Shit, man. I got a bunch of shout outs, actually. My okay, day keep day. going. Hey, man. I'm liking
0: this conversation. Keep going.
1: I uh, shout out it's all music related, right? Shout out me, uh Cardi B, the first woman. Cardi B, wow, I Cardi B, you're giving yourself the card. The first woman to have three diamond songs. Uh I like it. Uh three, uh, three, couple, three other ones. Hold on, I. Can't oh, remember. diamond! Holy shit, oh, diamond! Man, I was my yeah, head that means was three. These songs went platinum ten times. Yeah,
0: sorry. I thought you said platinum. I I was putting into my head platinum when you first said that. And I was like, dude, that's. That's a hundred percent been done. Have yeah. you ever heard of Lauren Hill? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was gonna start being like all disrespectful and stuff, but it, uh, because I know you were getting that from a report, so I was gonna go off on the report. But no, no, no. I diamond, yeah, I believe that three diamond songs. I mean, isn't that more than a lot of big male artists? Like, didn't Drake just get his first diamond song not that long ago with uh, God's Plan? Second. Was that a second? second. What was his first? I'm pretty sure I remember God's seeing God's plan was the first. Yeah, so it was the second. Oh, you're right. He only has God's plan. But like not to say Drake doesn't have Matt. It's I think Drake has way but, more but But I a bet massive, you
1: Drake has the most platinum songs. Oh, like, 100%. That are just a couple notches away from going diamond. Oh, I'm
0: I'm sure he has a bunch of 7 or 8 times platinum like uh Hotline Bling should definitely be probably like 8 or 9 times platinum. No, right? and you know what I
1: think should be fucking I better find a love it. That was on the radio. That's oh, uh, still on the fucking um, radio. Oh my it. God.
0: Well, that song or, and uh, uh, Just Hold On, We're Going you, Home. Yeah, that Oh my God. That, that still, plays on, that still and, like, plays on the one. radio. And like that's from his biggest, ah oh, man. Anyways, but yeah, hey. Shout out to Cardi B. Honestly. Shout out to Cardi B. Good for her. I mean, I, I remember I talked shit about Cardi B originally when she was first coming out. I, I talked a lot of shit. I didn't I wasn't the biggest fan of her, but I've grown to like her. I will say I was wrong back then. I think she's, you know, gonna continue to put out hits. I really liked her song off DJ Khaled's album this year a lot. Like I, I, I listened to that the other day actually and I was like, wow, yeah, Cardi B, she can actually rap. Like she can if she really wants to really rap. Not like a young MA or anything like that, but she can fucking rap
1: that she can she can wrap her
0: ass up. But what are the three songs, sorry? There what were the what were the three Ah, uh, fuck, I just had it. Um, sorry. I I I I'm sure it's Bodak Yellow. I'm Bodak sure. Bodak Yellow. Hey, shout out to Kodak for that too. He gets credit I Like You" with Maroon 5. Oh, wow, really? Okay. And I guess Maroon 5. I mean, that would be a massive Maroon Five, probably. I And I he... like it with J Balvin and Bad Bunny. Okay, well, that, those make sense. Well, I like it was so big because, yeah, like, yeah, I mean that so was in pretty, commercials. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like well, that was like those two of those songs was, are kind of like very different from her. But I, I mean, shout, shout out to Cardi B. I mean, she's been some kind of marketing sensation. Yeah, she, all is, she the is. All the labels love her. Commercials love her. I mean, she and has a, of, a personality.
1: Honestly, a lot of artists fuck with her too.
0: Oh, yeah. She, I mean, right. she has a personality. I think she's pretty truthful. Like, after a long time of – at the beginning, didn't like her. Wasn't a fan. I I, I just wasn't. It wasn't my – she wasn't my type of rapper. I thought she was kind of more just kind of a, a personality than an artist. But I see over time, I mean, obviously per, you need a personality nowadays to be a massive, well, not don't need, but it, it helps to be a big personality in, in music and in really anything. But I, I think that, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment right there, better than any female rapper rap has ever done. I mean, Cardi B, I think is one of those r- r- female rappers that's really breaking the mold of calling them female rappers. If you know what I mean, like we're just kind of like, you can't really like, she has three diamond records, but how many male artists even have three diamond records? Like, I don't think it's, I mean, like uh, there are male artists, obviously. I'm just saying like, I'm not rappers. Like, I don't know know many. I mean, future just got his first number one, not long with, I'm way too sexy. Yeah. That was Mm -hmm. wild. And that's like saying that out loud. Saying that out loud still makes no sense. Speaking of
1: uh, my uncle. Uh, <laughs> He's referring to future again. Yes, future my, is my uncle. He's actually my uncle. He's my uncle by ex-side chick. If you know what I mean. Like my aunt was his ex-side chick. Okay. All right, Thank you um, sure. so, We'll let that go. Anyways. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. He, uh... <laughs> He just recently said he's bigger in the streets than Jay Z now. I mean,
0: I mean, like, I don't know, like, like good job, future. <laughs> Way to go, Uncle Fuch. Uncle Pluto. Yeah, then it would be Uncle Pluto. Pluto. For me, yeah. Pluto. I guess so. Um, <laughs> no, but. Uh, I don't well, know. well, what do you think about that? I mean, we might as well get into it. You brought it up. I'm sure you have some more to say. That, uh, do you agree? I don't think maybe in the streets, but, he but ain't bigger. Like which streets? Atlanta. Like maybe I I would probably actually maybe in New York. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say everywhere, and if, I mean, if he's really talking about the streets, he might be kind of right. right. That's like. What I'm saying. Like, I, think I do think there's a lot more sorry. newer street dudes <coughs> nowadays that do be and probably to way more future than Jay-Z. I definitely believe that.
1: You know what it is? And I, I hate to say this because I'm, like be- I'm such a big future fan. Futures trying to play the role as... The Jay Z and the Rick Iris. He's trying to play the big homie to the rap. You know what I mean? How we were talking You about think it. so? But he's a bad influence, so he really can't fit that role.
0: Oh, no. Future is a, an absolutely awful influence, but the best for the right people. If that makes sense. Some people need Future's influence. Yes. Some people need it. And I'm only talking about the people that are too far gone in the good category. They need a little future. I'm not talking about everybody. I don't think everybody can sit down. and I wouldn't be showing future lyrics to my children at a young age. No. <laughs> or show... It. Actually, it's not even... Well, the lyrics are one thing, yes. I mean, there's actually... Rappers have said definitely worse things than lyrics. But just the things he says on Twitter. His Twitter account wouldn't be showable.
1: Yeah, don't, follow, don't let your kids follow
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your kids follow future, but hey... Actually, you know what? I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even disrespect. Just, 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 just watch it. <laughs> just watch it. What your kids are viewing with future. But I agree. Future, future. Uh, I don't. I don't. I definitely don't agree with what he actually said there. I think that in I, I don't even think he actually necessarily. Well, I'm sure he would break it down in a much different way. I'm sure you would say like actually in the streets, like more hood dudes are probably listening. I would probably agree with. The actual streets, probably listening to him more, maybe. I don't know. I can't really. Definitely. I feel like, I'll, like, I mean, it's just like how Lonzo Ball at one time said, like, he listen, nobody listens to Nas and Jay-Z no more, like, Future's the Goat. Like, some of them kids think that way, dude. I mean, Lonzo Ball's not even a kid. I mean, what, a year younger than me, for God's sakes? How old is Lonzo Ball? What, 21, 22? Lonzo Ball's probably 22. Right? 22 like, now, I would say? How old is Lonzo Ball? I'm pretty sure he's 22. That makes sense. 24. Oh, so me and him are the same age. Okay. Well, he's actually technically older than me. By, like, a little bit. His birthday was, like,
1: two months ago. Yeah.
0: So, like, he's, so, like, a couple months older than me. But, like... Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I never agreed with Lonzo on that one. <laughs> now he just plays you, you for the Bulls. It's all those okay.
1: people on their first... On their first uh points. What? Do so you don't agree with most people on the first points. You need to make them explain it because most people are usually wrong.
0: Nah, that's true. Right. But he tried to explain that one and <laughs> it just got me to be more and more yeah, he, disagreeing well, with him more on that one. It was mouth. Yeah, I mean he just kept he just kept shoving it in there. It's like the the toes were in and now he's got like the heel.
1: Honestly what he did too, he kinda like made a lot of people and I'm not even <clears> I just turned twenty eight and I don't even think I'm old. Because I don't feel old, but he a lot of people that do have that mind state that they feel old when hearing that comment would make them feel old because it's like I listen to Nas still, yeah. And Nas is past, and Nas is like what my dad listened to, yeah, not my dad, but like he Nas came in like 93 when I was born, like I was a kid, yeah, yeah. No, well, Nas
0: you weren't mean. like you didn't come out the womb listening to. to... Life's a bitch, and then you die. Oh, no, I can't. I was crazy. crazy. Like my what dad a crazy was, my song was to be born DJ. to.
1: My dad was a DJ, and I think, and honestly, that's why I have so I have an appreciation, and I still listen to old hip-hop, mm. and why I'm, I'm able to look at different shit, I think I've been able to look at different genres and different generations objectively.
0: So would you say the turntables have turned... Something like that. Oh, how the turntables have turned. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Alright, let's get into some actual hip-hop news, I guess. Well, I guess that always was hip-hop news related, technically. All that was comments that were made in hip-hop and mm-hmm. outs. But to get into some last week recaps of sales, um, Rick Ross will get into first, and this will be an interesting one. So Rick Ross, richer than I have ever been, sold 30K first week. Q, how do you feel about 30K first week for Rick Ross? Huh?
3: 30K. That's (laughs) that's
1: an easy easy 30K. What's it a 10-song album? And he's fucking put that out. I don't know. I personally I liked it. I'm a Rick Ross fan. No, but like
0: okay, well, what do you think of the Thirty thousand in sales. Like, do you think that's? Right. Are you surprised by that? Are you a little like, uh, Are we gonna do the classic academics uh, W or L? Hey. Or you just like, what? What is? What's thirty k to you, for Rick Ross? It specifically, thirty k is
1: just thirty k is what we'd call a passing grade in school.
0: Okay. I can fuck with that analogy.
1: So like if I see 30k I'm like, yeah, you just passed. It's okay. You're ju- yeah, you're you're creditable. What's up?
0: Yeah. I I think I think in reality 30k I think it's a different number for Rick Ross to me. Like I don't really look at Rick Ross's first week sales so much as other artists. Because with Rick Ross, we all know that the people that listen to Rick Ross are going to be listening to that album for a long time. Like a lot of that 30,000 in first week sales, I think there's going to be some continued listeners to that album for a long time. Rick Ross's catalog is known to age well, and he's kind of always, had. like he's never been the biggest selling artist. You know what I mean? Like I don't remember the last time Rick Ross had a first week that really blew me away.
1: Yeah, me neither.
0: And, but that being said, everyone still respects Rick Ross because he's the elder statesman at this point. I mean, how many albums at this point does Rick Ross have? How many artists does he have? How many other ventures does he have? I mean, 30K is not the best. When I'm, If I were to say, if Lil Uzi just put out a tape and he sold 30K, I'd say that's the biggest L of his career. I mean, that that's ridiculously low for him because he's just selling all these crazy artists in numbers. But with Rick Ross, it's like, I mean, Rick Ross is just kind of an OG at this point. He, he, I don't remember this album being the promoted the best or p- being promoted very much beforehand. I just remember hearing about it a week before it came out. I don't. I think it's a little bit different with Rick Ross. It's not the best. I agree with you. I think it's a passing grade. But I think if it was at somebody else that was kind of more younger and more in the scene of trying to be coming up in hip hop, like if Polar G did this, I'd be on his ass, like thirty k. Yeah. That'd be bad because like he's up and coming he's got a huge following right now he's hot like you know what I mean like he's hot in the streets like everyone likes him um, but with Rick Ross, I think all the Rick Ross fans are just gonna kind of keep listening to this album anyways like I'd be much more interested to see what the sales are like a week from now and two weeks from now three weeks from now just just to see how it all stacks up and then maybe I would say something but in all being told I think I agree with you passing grade. Next up, uh Juice Worlds, uh fighting demons. That actually ended up selling 132,000 first week. Q, what do you say to that?
1: That's that fucking that's my guy. Uh, honestly, I probably I what was Legends Never Die? That was like two something women.
0: think I wanna say it was like 350. Bef- yeah, it was huge. It was a lot. I want to say something like that. I want to say 350. Q will find it for us. We need an intern. Somebody come intern for us and look up this stuff while we're potting. Yeah, exactly. So we don't kind of look this stuff up for you. Oh, damn. Uh, or is it like 500 or something like that? Yeah, 508. 508. Okay. So that's
1: hard to do. It's hard to... Like, that's hard to replicate. especially. I mean, yeah. But... It's way above probably what people were expecting. 132. Like, I was probably saying at least a hundred thousand. Definitely. I was definitely saying he was clearing a hundred thousand. I didn't know where,
0: but I think I would I personally would have said in the two hundreds, probably. Only now this is i expected thing, about 150. was this promoted that much i no. can't remember if this was like because i no. remember little baby saying something little baby no, sorry no
1: the promotion didn't come out until uh <clears throat> like the real promotion of this album didn't come up to the first song that came out was already dead and that was about a month and a half ago yeah like it wasn't really promoted
0: I just I for some reason I don't remember it being like one of those things that was on my radar until about two weeks or a week until the album. It was the same with that Rick Ross one. I mean I'm yeah, I Yeah, I feel like it wasn't promoted that great. I don't know. I go to youth with that kind of stuff, but I, I think I agree. Like I think it wasn't necessarily the most well promoted. I think overall it's a solid sales number, and especially for somebody I mean I mean it's Bait spade, I mean somebody who isn't alive anymore. Uh it's crazy. Two years later. Wow. It's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good number. Um, I think it's c- a crazy number
1: to hold on for after being gone for two years. Like you still have your diehard fans there. And not only your diehard fans, you have like your a mainstream core that's still listening. Wow. So yeah, that's how I feel for the juice world
0: no I fully I fully agree I think that it is wild to still obviously hold that huge main fan base A couple of those songs will probably go I don't know which ones yet but you know we'll see that will be always doing well but I What's think for somebody that's like? also passed on it's like hard to judge a first week sales thing you got a favorite song on it right? not yet mine's uh,
1: definitely gotta be go hard because it was the intro last, and last. And every time I'm fucking listening, I just keep saying how no fast and all <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That one and probably feline because I like Polo G. I always like Polo G and Trippy Red with Juice World.
0: Can't miss those two. Can't miss. Yeah, they really were good together. They're
1: like they're those two. are dope not
0: are was a good mix. Those are good mix.
1: The three that song feline the three of them were like the heat. Chris Bosh, Wade, and LeBron. <laughs> you said wait, what? Chris Bosh, Wade, and LeBron. Who
0: the Who were the three of them again? Sorry, uh, that was
1: juice the... world, Polo, G, and Trippy Red. Oh, okay. Trippy Red, obviously, being Bosh. Okay,
0: Polo, per- Trippy Red, obviously, Bosh. Okay, yeah, I could, yeah, I see why. Keep going. Sorry, we won't get into why. Polo G's
1: probably. <laughs> I would say Wade, if they were here, but I gotta say. Juice World, wait, because he's probably going to fade, Honest, because he's gone. And probably just blown up right now. I don't know. One of the two can be You did on. good originally. Sorry. It was a good no, analogy. I liked, I liked it. I liked it. What's that one we'll what stick... we got? We got a lot well, of music. Well,
0: Tory Lanez, I did find his one first heads. week sales.
1: I don't know if you'll be happy. Let me know. Okay. I already knew it wasn't going to do probably five. What? <clears throat> I thought five. 100? Five. No, 5K. Oh. Really, that's all you thought? I didn't think people were gonna like this. It wasn't a hip hop album.
0: <laughs> okay, well it did seventeen thousand. I mean, you lowballed me. Like, I, I, I'm surprised that you thought so little. I would have assumed. I don't know. It's Tory Lane's. I just figured at least a thirty k outing or something. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just thought, hey, you
1: know, you know what this was? This, I'm sorry, I gotta revert, revert back to like high school and grades again, or back to school and grades. This is when you had a project and you you know when your teacher halfway through and they're like so how are we coming along with the project and you show her and they're like alright you're on the right path but you're just not getting there <laughs> so that's <laughs> the, totally, the disrespectful sonning <laughs> right? it's like Tori, yeah I get what you're doing you said you wanted to experiment once you, were, once you were independent this was a cool sound you got a LeBron shout out Shout out, there you go. Uh, yeah, almighty, bro, you're set. Uh, and then there is actually a lot of like, a, I'm seeing a lot of people like Jake posted fucking a f- song, a couple songs. I've seen other friends post toy- several couple songs.
0: Hey, I, I like, like it. it. I thought like, a, I I like it. I might have been one I of the cool. 17,000 maybe. I don't know, like, I thought it was a cool project. I, I, I'm just I'm surprised that you just had it so low because I, like, again, like, I think it is a different circumstance type album, which you pointed, alluded to. Like, it's not like a...
1: Well, and we'll get back
0: to you after Christmas when
1: I played around with my girlfriend's family.
0: Why? If they fuck
1: with the vibe, then...
0: Oh, so your girlfriend's family is now the judge of the world. For, like, for this album. For this album.
1: What else? Any sales? I'm <laughs> no, sales I'm game. joking.
0: Um, sales? I don't think I think that was all I had to really recap of the sales that I wanted to get to today. There was other, obviously, other bigger, other big projects, but those are the three that I think we touched on the most. To um get it just
1: write in the music then?
0: Yeah, I
1: think it's time for that. Because there was a lot of music that came out this week. Uh, boom! 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 This is music with yes. you You're you. not
0: playing on something you just did. You did it. It's on wax. All of these people heard you. You can't say, nah, I'll just play it. Yeah, just cut yo, yo, cut this. <laughs> right there. Anyways.
1: We're gonna start we're gonna start from what I would say from the bottom to the top. You feel me? If we're sc- rating on a scale.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh So Joyner Lucas came over with a song called My Escape. The Peasy Scale. Came over with a song called My Escape. Now, to Noah's delight, he's probably going to be happy that I haven't listened to it yet. I actually haven't gotten a chance to listen to it. What was Uh, it? Joyner Lucas, My Escape. Uh, You don't need to go check that one. It's cool. Okay, cool. Oliver Tree (laughs) released a song called Life Goes On remix (laughs) with Trippy Red and Ski Mask. I haven't listened to that yet. I will get around to that. I did check out the Young Blue EP called "I'm Not Okay." It's like three or four songs. I actually kind of fucked with it. I just like Young Blue. He's dope. It was more really R and B.
0: So like, he... I mean, it's called "I'm Not Okay." Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, you know, he's probably singing about stuff that you know he's. He's not okay. Um, I got my. Supreme back to back oh, weeks. Wow. This But this week he linked Supreme. up.
1: Supreme. Yeah but this week you link, we linked up a Friday Next Door.
0: Ah, I like what they link up, actually.
1: The song called Make a All. Uh, I actually liked it. It was pretty dope. Mr. NLE Choppa released Drop Shit, which is one of the four songs that's coming off his album, I think, either in the next couple of weeks or maybe it will be the beginning of the year. You better not put it out like on the last day of this year, you dumb well, the, man. New Year's is Friday, so you can later put it out on the first of the year.
0: Alright, I mean, sure, well, let's all let's let's all put it out when Year's everyone Eve. in the world's partying and listening to other music. Put it on New Year's Eve, that'd be a dope fucking album to be listening to New Year's Eve. Uh, You're gonna be at parties, people are Nah, be I'm not parties. putting on NLE Choppa's new album on New Year's. Well, I'm not saying you won't, but <laughs> some people might. <laughs>
1: That's true. Uh, you, you Choppa fans. And, uh, what's his Kodak Black released a song called Love and War? I didn't get to listen to it because I was too busy with what I went to talk into next. Uh, Black released a song called By Any Means and Rent-Free. I actually did like it. Or Any Means slash Rent-Free. So I think it was like two Oh, uh, like one of those, yeah. Uh, I liked it. Bobby Schmerda released the song that he's been probably promoting since the first fucking step he made out of jail called Shmoney with Roddy, Rebel, and Quavo. Uh, yeah. It's a Roddy Rebel, Bobby Shmurda, and Quavo song. It's a Shmigo song. It really is. like I couldn't explain it any better than that if you like those two, which I do. Some people don't. Some people do. I liked it. I thought it was dope. Shmigos. Shmigos, right? Uh, My guy Lil Dirk, linked up with Morgan Wallen. Did they actually do that song? They did it. Oh, wow. They released it, man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. But I think it's like a... What's it called again? Broadway Girls. Yeah. I think it's just... No one's gonna touch Old Town Road, bro. Oh, no. no, you, no you can't. No, no. I just think this is like... I'm not saying they're trying to I hate that it. song with a passion. I'm just saying
0: you can't touch it. Old Town Road is a... Yeah, I mean, it's the biggest song of all time. Behind Baby Shark. That's a fact. Baby it, baby Shark is the biggest song of all time.
1: Is it better than style yet?
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. That's wild. Pretty sure. I'm pretty I thought I, I thought it was. Somebody could check me, but it doesn't matter because Baby Shark is, there you go. is the one. Uh, baby Shark is the truth. And just
1: in the holiday spirit... Mr. 1017 himself, Gucci Mane. Oh, I love Gucci Mane Christmas releases. (laughs) Of course.
0: I totally forgot about Gucci. He's always doing something about the holidays. Yeah, yeah, always doing some holiday shit. That guy is the best little marketer, man, for his... For his little own music. I mean, he's all independent. He makes all of his own money. He's just always about doing the stuff for holidays. He he'll really literally is. make an album in two hours. Yeah, he'll
1: go in and make <laughs> an album and walk out studio and post it and publish it.
0: Like, see, Watch he it. he needs to go talk to my boy, Bryce, and tell her, bro. He needs to go tell him, like, bro, just put out some music. You're talented. Because you hear
1: this? All right, there. You wrote it. You so see how you spit it. All right, you're done.
0: He had a... Crazy Christmas song with Bryson Tiller actually yeah, remember that one? Yeah. Uh, that will be. Dry. Oh my God! What was that song called? That might have to be a sleeper of mine. That will be Drake though. No, that, that was song with Drake, bro. That <laughs> album. What was that album called? Oh, that album was sick. It was another Christmas album too. Saint. Oh no 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 no. Here it is though. The return of East Atlanta, yeah, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> of East Atlanta <laughs> Santa. Yeah, and drove you crazy. This one. Oh, I got to Oh my God, this song was crazy. Oh, and obviously. Oh, I did. Oh, sorry. Oh. oh i ruined his sleeper everybody all right we can go home it's over he doesn't want to talk right now bro he's actually mad all right anyways there's
1: a couple more albums to talk actually there really is only one more to talk about chief keith released an album called phone them uh i'm not the biggest chief keith anymore i haven't been in a while And because all I've been listening to is Roddy Rich's new album. Ah, yes. Live,
0: Ronald Richard. Live Your Life Fast. Ronald Richard. What have you given us now? Live, what was it called? Living Your Life Fast? Live Life Fast. Live Life Fast. Right.
1: Yet again, he did not miss.
0: No, he actually didn't miss. This album was incredible.
1: I would... I, I'm not going to say it's better than Please Let Me Be Explained for Being. Santa Anto Show Show. So...
0: <laughs> say that for the people one more time. No, and I
1: can't say
0: it for you Please excuse. Enough, enough please excuse. Because I don't know what I say. Please excuse. But please excuse me for being antisocial. I can't say it's
1: better than the best, <laughs> but I do think this one was. It was kind of. I wouldn't say it was promoted more, but I think he promoted it better, because he was saying my next album has to be timeless like it has to be perfect like i'm like, like and he took the time it's he took, no
0: skip policy yeah
1: he said it wanted to be a no skip policy and i really think that was his listening party name i don't i like that it's it's not going to be a no skip policy for everybody but if you but i it, i didn't skip his song well like, there was not one song i skipped no, I didn't either. And not even like because I like had to listen to it. It was just because like I was like vibe. Yeah, well I think song. it
0: might trip people out too because I mean we've been hired on song on albums lately for being so long. And right away when we talked we were talking about this, it says eighteen songs. Mm-hmm. And you were like, Oh yeah, oh shit. Like are we gonna were we were gonna go in on or are we gonna have to go in on Roddy for doing the same thing? But it's eighteen, but you look at the time next to it, it's only fifty minutes. And that, right to me, I was like, "Oh, there must be interludes, there must be parts." And when you start listening to the album, Rod, Roddy Rich is such a musician. Like he's not any... he really isn't the mold of a rapper. He's what you could call a boogie artist. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, he really is though. But no, they but they, they both are. They, they both are. they
1: both really have that sound to them because they don't just say that they don't just rap. And they don't
0: just sing or harmonize. They have They're so in, many flows. Well, well, the, I just noticed it because he uses actual symphonies. Yeah, Roddy Rich. There is definitely some actual symphony work that has gone into that. Or small orchestras, I would probably more say. Not a full symphony. Um, but there is definitely real strings in there. There's definitely some real orchestra sounding, symphony sounding instrumentation in this album. The other part is that it's a real album. There hasn't been that many real albums this year. We had like the Certified Lover Boys of the World, Donda's, um, Off Seasons, um, Expensive Pain, I guess. But this was like a full top to bottom, everything kind of flowed in together. I'm going to pull the album up here really quick, just because like this, there was a couple things that I wanted to kind of touch on. Uh, There we go. Like, for example, um, the song... Um, with Jamie Foxx. Where is it? Where is it? No way. So that song was great. And it kind of, at, at the end of the song, there. Jay, I was actually a little disappointed only because I really wanted to hear Jamie Foxx actually come out and sing on it. I thought that would have been fucking dope. He didn't really, but he had a phone call at the end where he was just kind of talking to Roddy, just telling him basically, talking about the music of it all and everything, and basically said like to slow it down. And then, Right after you have the song. It's only 55 seconds called Slow It Down. Featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Alex Isley. Now this song was just a beautiful, very slow singing song. That just fit right in. It just was tiny. It fit right in. Like that might be for most people a skip later on. Because that's not really a full song. It was 50 seconds of something. But that really added into the album. It was like wow. That was really cool. That was like if you really like the artistry of albums. That was something that I thought was super cool. Um... I liked the, I liked all the features on it. I didn't think there was anything too wild with features. I thought Takeoff had one of the best verses on the album. I thought he, I thought him and Takeoff song and flow on that song was was sick. I really enjoyed it. Um, I know you re- said you really liked the song with Future. Yeah, like
1: probably my three. It's hard. It's hard. I'd say all good for sure. Started off last week, it was all good. Watching Russell LeBron James on the hardwood. As soon as I heard that, I said, nope, okay, this is my song, and it goes hard. Future's fucking put out a dope verse on it. Rollercoasting is my favorite, probably the whole song on the album. And then Hibachi was dope with fucking Kodak. And I think this is the best Kodak Kodak has sounded in a while on Hibachi. I think it's the best verse and the best raps he put out in a while.
0: I did really like it. I, I'm saying all the all the features. All the features were bang on. 5
1: Foreign. Murder One was fucking
0: crazy. I am giving it up to 5 I was not the biggest. I even said it on this podcast. I wasn't the biggest 5 Foreign fan. After Kanye's album, yeah, Off the Grid. Freaking- oh, you did. And I was arguing with you. I remember. I, I've done it. I had said when would
1: pass, I was like, fuck, man, 5 is going to fucking. Just cause the, he nah, was, he's, he's the only ever, he's the only lasting and New York drill sound. So and nice, he kills it.
0: So nice, so and, good at what he does. So good, little baby didn't miss. Oh fuck no, gonna didn't miss. And that was my
1: other third favorite song on the album. Was moved to Miami. Yeah, because of a the what we introed in with this the sound it's just so
0: cool the music driving you know, to you know, it. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. No, it's it is a fantastic album.
1: What's your uh, predictions? What do you think it'll sell? I'll write it down. And we'll... Yeah. Okay. We'll place bets on fuegos for next week. All right. Loser pays for the fuegos. Yeah.
0: Shout out to Underground Snacks. They're the people that actually stock that yeah. place with those they're, drinks. Yeah. I'm um, gonna go pop out there soon. And they are they are nice. They're dope. Um, and shout out to Munchies. Shout out to Munchies and uh, Underground Snacks. Two two great stores in the. Our local area that if we have any local listeners listening to in the Halifax area go definitely check those out um but yeah I, I thought the album was great I think I would predict
1: before you do that you look do up, that, up
0: the last album so I we both yeah it. look at the last album so we both have that background knowledge for sure but I would uh, even uh, no I'll wait till I have that because that is a good little buffer that's a fair thing to know I think that probably sold what 170 165 maybe. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, I, I, I want to say, okay, let me, let me take a guess before I'll do another one after I hear that because I'll have an updated one, but I'm going to, oh, 101, 101. Okay. I'm going to go with, it's a later release album in the year. COVID's kind of happening. A lot of these things are kind of going down. Things are shutting down a little bit. I'm going to go with 185.
1: 185
0: yeah you're going higher yeah i think this album a lot higher yeah i think i think i think roddy rich has has grown a big a big enough fan base over the time of of that last album i think he's 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 done a lot of things i think he's done a lot of great features I think that Too Easy feature will definitely help him a little bit going into this because that remix, I mean, that song is huge. Now, That shout out to Q for telling me that last week. I finally was paying attention that Too Easy song. is fucking huge. Oh, man. It's so good, too. But uh, yeah, I'll stick with that. I'm going to go 185. Ooh, all right. It's bold, but I'm going with it. I'm going to go
1: not. I'm, I'm going to go a tad higher. Than the first oh, album only because, or mine, sorry, go ahead. Then the first album only because I think that's going to play to a disadvantage. Because I think when this song first came out, COVID wasn't a thing.
0: No, I mean, like, that's what I mean. Like, I was taking that number into consideration, meaning like, because I was going to originally say like 300, like, I thought he was that kind of artist, yeah, like, oh, I, for sure. But I think with, he would too. yeah, but um, go ahead, sorry, go ahead, keep going.
1: But with COVID, I'm saying one.
0: 119. Okay. 119. 119 and 185. We'll, we'll book that. We'll, we'll, we we got to get good. And what
1: we'll do is we'll just meet in the middle, whoever's closest. Whoever's closest wins that. Yeah, race. no
0: Price is Right That's bullshit that. with the. I hate that. God, I hate that when the Price is Right when you see that last person come up there and they bid one dollar higher and they get that shit. Ooh, I'd want to punch that person out next to me, even though I'd fucking do that shit if I got called up there last. I'm bidding a dollar higher than you, motherfucker. I'm getting that fucking car. But if you do that to me, oh, I'm seeing you outside this fucking. I'm seeing the producers. Yeah, yeah, I will see you in the parking lot. <laughs> You better have my keys.
1: <laughs> my new fucking sedan.
0: Yeah, or whatever. I don't know, man. I, I've always wondered what it would actually be like to win one of those prizes on those shows. Like, winning one of those cars. Because you know, like, there's definitely some weird-ass stipulations. Like, like I know, I remember hearing, like, with certain, like, home lotteries and stuff. Like, you can't just sell the home right away. Like, you have to live in it for a certain amount of time. And have to do all these things. Like, I wonder with, like, the cars. Like, you definitely couldn't just sell it right away. You probably have to keep it. It's probably some base model thing that's like whatever they're just giving away. I just, I don't know. I've always wondered. Like, obviously, hey, I would happily take a car if I were to win one. I'm not going to say, I oh, mean it's too much work. It's too much of work to win one. I just mean, like, I wonder what it actually, I don't know. These are the things that I think of. This guy's, I oh, just forget. It. This guy's like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. He's just going to talk for a couple of minutes. I'm going to play on my phone. <laughs> oh,
1: man, I was listening.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I would do the same thing. I I, I get it. I could be a lot and I thank you for putting up with me for this amount of time because we have been doing this for a while now it's, it's crazy fun. to think that uh we're coming up on our second year recap I guess like we started this podcast yes, yeah, like we'll the first say, year yes, but this yes. will be our second, second we'll be, yeah
1: next next week when we do a recap or in a couple of days when we do a yeah, yeah
0: whenever we put that episode out mm-hmm. before the new year I guess we'll tell people now, is our plan is over the holidays to actually work a little bit more. Um, We plan on actually putting out two more episodes before the end of the holiday season. Um, One to kind of just get some new, because we realized I think last year when we put our recap out, maybe a bit too long, it was about almost three hours long. Um, I could get why that would be a little bit wild, especially when it comes to us two. So I think this year we're going to try to break it up into two kind of parts. One will be to kinda get our last weekly news of the year all out, get all our random podcasting stuff out. Then one more special episode dedicated to our top, you know, five albums, top five songs, top moments, all that all that good stuff of Just think about those good recap shows that you watch and all that sort of stuff that you enjoy, but make it better and then put our logo on it. And And put that in your head. Yeah. All that. And then it's just it's just the best thing in the world. You chose the right place to be. And for that, you should thank us. <laughs> Good night, America. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so off Godspeed, America! Godspeed. Oh man. God, I couldn't imagine actually being a newscaster right now and like every day. Having to come in and talking about like COVID cases or new COVID restrictions every day, every day. Like, no, I'd just start doing. I'd start doing the weather. <laughs> Being a weather person actually, low-key might be kind of lit. I feel like you'd be. Ah, not. Nah. it's going I just... <laughs> weather with you, everyone. Yeah, that's I vibe. was like Ollie Williams from Family Guy <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna Rain
1: with <laughs> your, your black weather report. this is all, yeah
0: this is this is Ollie Williams with the blacky weather report <laughs> that's the craziest thing that they said that oh man I just said that too Family yeah. guys fucking that used to be so good that show's good for our generation that was that the right show that show
1: is a Mount Rushmore of TV shows I don't know where else you're putting its in there. That, Simpsons,
0: and then y'all can... For f- cartoons. And then y'all can... Oh, for cartoons, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because, like, you know, you're gonna have the people come in here and be like, oh, all the Sopranos, and Breaking Bad, and... Um, friends. Friends, of Seinfeld. course, friends. Well, actually, Seinfeld's lit. I can't lie. I, Seinfeld. I might. Seinfeld is lit. Jerry Seinfeld is a goat. Yeah. Top top five Jew- Jewish person of all time. Top, top five... Um, Comedian, probably. I'd say too. Just overall.
1: Too far? I saw a tweet there. <laughs> I saw a tweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so saw a tweet. to
0: put that fire out, because <laughs> <laughs> just opened a can of fire, opened up a fire extinguisher all over that one. Went, <laughs> 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 hey, uh, you checked out the weather the other day? That shit was rated uh, like, with, like 35 millimeters. <laughs> Go ahead. What tweet did
1: you seek? You? <laughs> the tweet that I kind of wanted to get it. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I kind of wanted to ask you though. Oh, okay. I saw a tweet that was from, it was ironically from a black woman. And she said, Why that, is that ironic? She said, uh, Jack Hilo is allowed to say the N word.
0: Oh, that would be the irony. That was,
1: <laughs> that was a blank hand. <laughs> <laughs> How does that make you feel?
0: Good for Jack Harlow. He deserves it. <laughs> just remember, folks, the ones that hate him the most no, man. If any look white, just like him. Bro, any white man should be. You tell it's, him it's what that Eminem. means. It's Eminem. You heard it here, folks. Eminem. That's my vote. I actually watched Eight Mile again last night. he said me. that. Crazy movie. I watched it with, I, I showed it to my mom for the first time. She'd never seen it. And she was interested. And I was like, Oh, really? You're interested in it? Like, yeah, I wanted to see it. It was like, Cool. Like, did done. she like it? Yeah. It's different. No, she did like it. I was surprised she liked it as much as she did. She was glued yeah. to it. I was pretty surprised. It's hard to beat Get Richard Dietrich. No, that's my movie. That's, I don't think she'd like that one as much. That's a little more. Eight Mile, I felt, was good enough. Like, okay, for example, there was one, the, the ones I everyone's seen. I'm not telling spoiler alerts for Eight Mile. If you haven't seen fucking Eight Miles, top <laughs> listen to this goddamn me. podcast right <laughs> go, fucking now. Go, and go, go watch, watch Eight me. Miles. You fucking weirdos. Anyways. <laughs> <coughs> okay, dying. <coughs>
1: wow. Put it that way. If you're old enough.
0: Yeah, no, go watch Eight Mile. But do you remember the scene when they're beating Eminem up yeah. and, like, you know, outside of his trailer and stuff? And she goes, Oh, they're not gonna kill him, are they? It's like mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eminem. They're beating up Eminem right now. The movie is about Eminem. What do you think it just ended that like that? Like, come on, you know, I'm not doing this right now. I was like, I'm not d i am not I literally said that I said, I'm not doing this right now. We're not, we're not. <laughs> just watch
1: it. You know what's a good rapper movie? She, she might like. Uh, what's uh
0: Stomp the yard. Yeah, she might. Chris Brown. Yeah. He's a good guy. That's a more, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a guy. He's a whitely accepted black that was really wrong that yeah. came out t- no honestly but, but like right. I, if you think about what i you're i don't right. don't take what you i said the truth. The ter- sometimes yeah. the truth is it sometimes it sounds terrible and it, i could you know what i understand if i heard that back in 10 years I'd say wow that was the the wrong way to put what i just said but you know the the caucasian people enjoyed them some chris rock i mean hey <laughs> I, my mom, I, you said it right. My mom and, jo- and she, you know, very white woman. She right. and- <laughs> Every black
1: man fucks with Adele, trust me. Adele gives a hood pass in any hood.
0: I mean, she did her, yeah, yeah, for sure. She. I mean, she acted Jamaican for like six months. And everyone just let that go. So I was assuming she was good everywhere. <laughs> I mean for real. I mean she she got she got the hair done, she started talking. I mean I'm just ah, I'm just I'm, I'm just saying, like nobody you know, Ched Hanks is out here doing this voice that everyone says it's World War Fucking Three and she goes out and does the same thing except even more and then it's hey Adele, you good. And I was like, Hey, that ain't my ain't my boat to ain't my boat to sink. <laughs> if you put it that way, if that's a saying. Don't say the N-word. That's, wow. (laughs) That's the proper information. That's the right message to take away from this podcast. That's a word we don't say. Mm. Now, (laughs) Minor. That's another conversation. Let's get into See, I do want to get into that with you sometime. Because I think you're making it to be right, like, you're making it out so that if I were to say it in an angry tone... (laughs) That I would get beat up still, and I, you know what? I'm starting to understand it, cause it's like you're, you got, it's, it's, it's a so, it's word by association. It's like a paint by numbers, all right. Picture, picture your word like a paint by numbers, and you just made it like a really angry red color, and now you're painting everything with it, and then you're no, you're saying it's a green like color, nice man. color, no, but you're saying it's like ooh this green friendly color, but no, it's secretly red when you show an invisible marker friendly
1: green shy. Yellow's friendly. Green's shy. Sleepers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've had enough. This is enough podcasting for no, one day.
1: I don't know, man. Let's be let's be real. All right, all right okay, okay. Me. Me I'll out. I'll play this game. Hit me out, right quick. All right, we can all agree. Red's angry. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, and I'll even hear you on that. Yeah, if you painted a bunch, red's angry color. I, you know
0: what I mean. Like it's a, I it's my favorite color, but bl- blue's chill. Yeah. Yeah. Blue's very chill.
1: No. I think green is shy. Reasoning why? Because what did we do as kids when you were when kids weren't ready? Like when you called someone that was scared to kiss a girl, like scared to, okay. which was actually our weirdly that as kids we were kind of forcing sex on each other by calling each other green. Yeah. Shy, shy, yeah, I shy. I think yellow would be friendly. Uh, like you see,
0: yellow. You're not. You're not mellow. Yellow mellow. They call me yellow mellow. What happened to yellow mellow? Too that was a fire drink. All right, man. Sleepers.
1: <laughs> and you would say purple is really cool. Why? Because I think purple <laughs> purple's my favorite color.
0: <laughs> right, yep. Yeah, so burp, purple is for okay. I'll, I'll, I'll play this game. Keep going. I want to hear the, I want to hear one more. Give me one more color. Just one more, like base color. Like what would uh, orange would be? Orange.
1: <laughs> All right. All right.
0: Orange. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on, man. Do
1: you have your sleep ready? Because I need to go in SoundCloud to get mine. I do have mine.
0: <laughs> okay, he wants to get his sleep. <laughs> I agree. We'll get out of here. ah um, oh Man, I really want to do Drove You Crazy, but I think I'll do this one because this aligns with what i was talking about at the beginning this is a a wonderful j cole song a little bit slow a little bit off the vibe we were just in which was really dumb and stupid and i'm glad you're still here because man that was great but um this is uh love yours by j cole off of 2014 forest hills drive
2: Love yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast, let a nigga know that he alive. Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass. Let a nigga know that he arrived. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Beauty, beauty. Goes for all it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Beauty, beauty. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less. Compared to some of my niggas down the block, man, we were blessed. And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time. But I'd be goddamn if a nigga don't be trying. So tell me, mama, please, why you be drinking all the time? Does all the pain he brought you still linger in your mind? Cause pain still lingers on mine. On the road to riches, listen, this is what you find. The good news is, nigga, you came a long way. The bad news is nigga you went the wrong way think being, that's than no think being such broke is better life that's better than yours no such thing as a life that's better than yours think being broke is better life that's better than yours no such thing no such thing for what's money without happiness Or hard times without the people you love though i'm not sure what's about to happen next I ask for strength from the Lord up Cause I've been strong so far But I can feel my grip loosening Quick, do something before you lose it for good Get it back and use it for good And touch the people how you did like before I'm tired of living with demons cause they always inviting more. Think being broke was better Now I don't mean that phrase with no disrespect To all my niggas out there living in debt Cash and minimal checks Turn on the TV See a nigga Rolex And fantasize about a life With no stress I mean this shit sincerely And as a nigga Who was once in your shoes Living with nothing to lose I hope one day you hear me Always gonna be a bigger house Somewhere but nigga feel me Long as the people in that Motherfucker love you dearly Always gonna be a rip That's better than the one you got Always gonna be some clothes That's fresher than the ones you wrap. Always gonna be a bitch That's better out there on the tours But you ain't never gonna be happy Till you love yours no, such thing as- a like that's <laughs> better than your love yours this thing is the light that's better than your love yours this thing is the light that's better than your love no sustain no sustain Heartbeat and fast let a nigga know that he alive fake niggas man snake snakes in the grass let a nigga know that he arrived
0: of yours by j cole a quite quite the powerful song um very much agrees with what i was almost trying to allude to at the beginning um just the fact that uh there's always going to be better and i guess you could always say there's always going to be worse but i hate saying that to people because i feel like that's just not a way to look at your own problems sometimes um but there's always can be better even the richie the richest of the rich can Look at things. I mean, for, for fuck's sakes, Bill Gates just went through a big divorce and everything, and he's a multi-billionaire, but I'm pretty sure he's probably looking at his bank account right now like, damn, i probably take a billion less to have my family all in order and everything. And some people might think, ah, it's stupid, but it's like, ah, well, when you have a certain amount of money, you kind of just, I think money becomes stupid. Um, but end of the day, just uh, love the life you got. Enjoy it. Um... You know be thankful for whatever you have uh even if it's just your own life this holiday season be happy that you have it and health and you know if you're going through a hard time uh i feel you I, I i'm with i'm with all of you and i just hope everyone can have a really happy and merry christmas guys um you will definitely be hearing more from me and q q has a sleeper up here in a minute i'll will stop talking in a second but uh, we'll have a couple more great episodes for you guys over the holiday season. We care, we we care about you guys a lot, and we just want to be able to fill this this sometimes empty void of content with some of our voices because I feel like we we really enjoy doing this, and it's always an escape for me. So it's not really work when I get to come in here and. And get to podcast. It's it's just it's great conversation and great fun. So happy if uh, you don't get to listen to the other podcast before the new year. I hope you get to come back and check it. And uh, just have a happy and safe and merry merry Christmas and holidays. Um, Q. Uh, do you want to get into your sleeper and talk to the people? And I'll say bye for now. Uh,
1: well, mine's more of a throwback than a sleeper. Uh, but this is Kevin Costner featuring Drake called "I Got I Get Paper."
3: Yeah yeah oh yeah oh, oh, uh. oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. oh yeah yeah Boy, wonder it's
4: Sitting right inside the pocket on my pants I'm still fly, you can't float Run this shit, you saying boat I write your favorite records, are you saying ghosts 20,000 for a verse, are Routine quote, I'm getting rich, are you saying broke? Chillin' even if I'm in a goose down coat I can't see you through the most lead tribes So I don't even flinch when you throw me high fives They try to measure up a there's no one my size Whatever 40 smoking bout to lower my eyes Be smoked on them, I never take a night off Every single thing a nigga purchases a write-off Grounded as the runway payment, I'm the flight off Baby, go ahead and cut the light off Since I get the-
3: money, I get paper, I get...
4: Entertaining them at all. Got your girl face down, banging on the wall. While you and all your homeboys hanging Lennox Mall. Mm-hmm. I cannot relate. Riding with some tags that I got from out of state. Riding with a swag that I got from out of space. Just show me who's the hottest. I'ma knock on my of place. Call me on my side, Drizzy. About to kill your ego. I'm about my green puffin' it like a am You can go and take a glance at your hero. While of Houston strip a pole, dance and a zero. Fantasy to you, reality to me. And yeah, my G-Pass is as valid as can be. I'm, I'm so fresh, the stylist would agree. Waving at your
3: girl while she's smiling back at me. I like, get money, I I get pay pay pay. Pay. Girls of different flavors I buy Gucci, I buy Prada
1: throwback right there bud fuck yeah fuck yeah I'm gonna go make some fucking food folks so that's my fucking farewell from me all right bye